Let's talk about debt, maybe. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that maybe. Let's talk about debt. Well, here we are back to the Life After Debt podcast. We've been off for a few weeks, and I'm so excited to have someone that I actually met later in my life when I moved down to Bradenton. I'm a Tampa girl, so I moved all the way down to Bradenton. One of the first people I met, um, I feel like it was like on a deserted island, but it kind of was, but not really. Um, And I can so vividly remember the entire scenario, which I'll share with you briefly, but I want to just say I am so excited to share you joy with our listeners today because I think you have such a great story of wearing multiple hats and going from motherhood to mogul. Mm -hmm. That's really the way I see it. You took a concept that you were passionate about and you turned it into a a multi-million dollar company, which I think is remarkable in lieu of the fact that it's not even something that you went to school for, but it's just Mm -hmm. something you were passionate about. And I know at the Life After Debt podcast, one of the things I always talk to people about is, you know, one is getting out of debt. But the other is building wealth. And I think you're a great example of how to do just that, build wealth and take something from nothing Mm -hmm. and just create a life that you love. So welcome to the Life After Debt podcast, Joy. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I guess we should just kind of start with how we met, um, what that looked like. So I can remember, but Mm -hmm. my interpretation may be different than yours. So I'll share my side and then you can share yours. I can remember meeting you. I was on a boat ride. I know you went to school with my husband, Ryan, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know a lot of people. I knew a few people that were there, but I still was getting familiar with people in this area. And I can remember pulling up and seeing your husband and your kids and you, and I was like, oh my gosh. And I think I even said to you, you look just like Bethany Frankel. (laughs) Do you remember that? That's exactly what you said. And how did that make you feel? Um, Wow, that's a great (laughs) counseling question. Um, I remember you walking toward me and in my head, I was thinking like, I definitely don't know her, but she's coming for me. And then you said, you're Bethany Frankel. (laughs) So that's how it started. Yeah. And I, you know, it's just funny to me because looking back, I just immediately knew, even though you said that, and I thought it was like crazy. I was like, I like her. I like this girl. Like you just came right for me. Uh And then we started talking and, um, you know, we were just joking around right away and like comfort level was there. And then I do remember after that, you reached out to me because of this tiny little bit of our conversation was business related. Mm. And then you followed up with me about what I told you. (laughs) Yeah. And I think for me, when I think back of that season of my life, it certainly was difficult. I'm very like transparent with my listeners. And so for me, I was walking through a season where it was really tough and I didn't really know you that well, but I think that knowing, hey, she went to school to be a counselor. Like surely she can counsel me. (laughs) Not many people could do that, but I felt Mm -hmm. so comfortable opening up to you. And I can remember like I truly believe you helped save my marriage without a doubt. I mean, I remember meeting you at Starbucks. You'd be like, okay, listen, you're going to (laughs) do exactly what I tell you, right? Just Uh, write this down. And I can remember thinking, okay, okay, I'm going to listen to you. So the feeling was mutual. I think it's important you know that. Um, But I am so excited because for our listeners to, for you to share what you created from nothing and, you know, you've been in business now with Embrace Your Space for Mm -hmm. nine years, which that's remarkable, Mm -hmm. Joy. First of all, like nine years. I know. It doesn't seem real, honestly. Right. It really, like when I thought about it, it's like that number. It happened fast. 
it has gone by fast. But when I think about nine years ago and where I was, a lot has happened and I've completely changed my view on this business. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been amazing, but, but I definitely remember in the beginning, the biggest thing for me that you helped me with was that initial fear Mm. of taking just a hobby and making it into something where you actually get paid to do something you love. Mm -hmm. That to me was the line, like I wasn't crossing on my own. So when we met and you laid that out and kind of put that out there for me, that's the first time it ever clicked. Like this is something that someone sees in me and believes in me enough to give me that push. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was kind of where it all started. And I really feel like that gratitude to you, which, you know, I keep joking, like how many times will I thank you, but it will not stop. And I just, I mean, for me, having someone who saw that potential and, you know, made me kind of overcome that initial fear, that's what I needed. So that's what happened nine years ago. Well, (laughs) thank you. And I appreciate that. But I do have to say, like, I have so many meetings with people. Yeah. And it's it's I would say one out of 10 wow. actually put the pieces in place to make it happen and you yeah. were the one. And so I can remember vividly that day we were sitting at the table yes. and I said, "Joy, like you said my kids are back in school full yes. time. <laughs> I have got to find something to do." And I was like, mm-hmm. "You've got to start your own business." And yep. the look and I I just want you to share with the the listeners too like when I said that to you, what was your biggest fear of like going down this road of starting your own business? Like what was going through your head? Okay. So personality types, I think play a lot into it. Like, I'm the type of person that I don't want to do something if it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do something if there's a chance that I'm going to fail or, you know, people are going to see my failure or I'm going to look bad. Like I care a lot about that and and I don't I don't want to let the people in my life down. I don't want to let myself down. It's just that pressure um that I think I was putting on myself like I'm not going to do this and take a chance that it's not going to stick. Mm-hmm. And um so I think for me I just I couldn't reconcile that part on my own. Like I knew that I was good at organizing. I knew that I was good at decorating. I had done it my whole life for people. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like I said, that line that I consider it where then you're taking it and you're using it and someone's paying you for it. Mm -hmm. So you kept saying it and and I trusted you, but I also didn't have faith in myself enough Mm -hmm. to to do it like with a business, make it Mm -hmm. official. And I don't know if you remember, but the thing that really got, you know, pushed me forward was you said, okay, then you'll just come to my house. <laughs> yes. And I, I mean, actually what, was going to mention that. Yeah. So really that was like you saying, I believe in you and I see this potential so much that you'll just come do my house first. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And that actually gave me confidence seeing the results and seeing that, you know, you guys loved everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that to me, um, again, going back to what was holding me back mm-hmm. is I just felt like I needed 
experience to be able to say, okay, you know, yeah, I'm good at this. I love it. I, I'm confident. I can definitely have people pay me for this service. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always that gap for people when they have an idea and they know they're good at it and they have a talent, but how do you fill that gap and mm-hmm. turn it into a business? Mm-hmm. Like that to me is the age old That question. to me is I the mean, most exciting part. Because when you see somebody with your talent that you had, and I can remember that day I said, you know, show me, I couldn't understand. Like my brain was not there. So you said, I just like organizing. And I was thinking to myself, who likes to organize? Like, (laughs) I cannot imagine this. So come to my house and show me what you do so I can wrap my brain around this. And I was blown away at the results. (laughs) And I saw how neat and tidy my pantry was. Do you remember this? I do. It was unbelievable. It's just a pantry. And immediately, like, the response of seeing that if I need this, there are several people out there that will need the same thing. And I think that for mm-hmm. so many, I think it's actually a spiritual war- warfare on a lot of people because the enemy wants us to think, nobody's going to want what you have. Yes. Nobody's going to want it and you're not capable. And it, they're both lies. And I think just having the ability to see and pull talent and see it in someone else, but speak that into them. Yes. You know, if more people did that, like there'd be so many joys around here that are bringing their mm-hmm. true skill to life because you went to school to be a counselor, which to me is hysterical for small because skill. you probably, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Trust me. You probably still use it with going into people's homes. I do. And that's, and that's the other part of it. I think there are a lot of people probably caught in that. Mm-hmm. They went to college and spent four years, six years, eight years. You spend all this time and all this financial investment and you go and you get a degree and then you feel like I have to do that. And that was me. I I went to school for counseling. That's what my dad did. That's what I wanted to do. He's the best, by the way. Well, thanks. I think he is too. <laughs> and I saw that and people would come to him and say, you know, you turn my marriage around. Uh-huh. You saved, uh, you know, my child. You saved me. And I, I just wanted to be a counselor because of that. And after about six months of doing that professionally, I knew it wasn't for me. And I'll just leave it there. I mean, I knew, I knew it. And then I wrestled with that for a while and um, and that's where, when I ended up being at home with the kids, I had that time to process, like, I love where I am in this phase, but what do I do next? And I knew that I didn't want to do counseling. And so then there's this talent that's there and this passion of mine that's there, but I felt a little hesitant because I had that degree. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what what is hard for people is they feel like I did this but you can still use your, you know, experience in your education and whatever you decide to do as a business right. and whatever you, you're still going to bring that skill That's and right. that experience with you. Mm-hmm. And believe me, um, I definitely use the counseling background. I'm I mean, sure. every project in some way. I mean, um, when I come into a space and I'm really getting to know a family, and I'm having to ask them lifestyle questions, right. personality questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, questions are a huge part of my job and um, reading people. So there's, I feel like I would never want someone to hold back and use that as a reason like, oh, I can't, now I'm stuck in this career. I don't, I don't believe that now. Right. So, and I think too, it's never too late to switch gears. I think when you're doing yeah. something that you're passionate about, this is what I try to explain. If you are doing something you're passionate about, you're going to win all day long. Yes. You're going to use anything that you've learned along the way. I mean, I, I was a college dropout, so I didn't bring any skill set to the table. 
and just recently graduated. And the truth mm. of the matter is, is that I brought all the stuff that I had learned into every career that I went into and like just decided maybe I should just finish my degree and call it a day. Mm. But at the end of the day, I mean, whatever you're passionate about, there really is no reason you can't hit a home run with it. And I you've agree. proven that. I so agree. what would you say to like the stay-at-home moms out mm-hmm. there? Because we have so many of them. And they're like, I want to do something, but I didn't go to school to, for yes. business. Or I have no idea. Like, how would I ever get started? You know, I know the way you started it, your service. So, you mm-hmm. know, there's a difference between service and product. Mm-hmm. And so I think for you, it's a little easier because you didn't have to source a lot of products. Yes, that's true. And I love the service industry myself, so I totally understand it. But what would you say to those people who have these great ideas and they say, yeah, but I didn't mm-hmm. go to business school or I don't know how to start a business. Like what advice would you give the old Joy eight years ago, oh. nine years ago? I've thought about it a lot and I've actually had a lot of younger women come to me. Mm-hmm. And I love when that happens because it's like my Amber Duncan moment where I'm like, okay, <laughs> sit down, let's talk. Let me get my notebook out and you know, we'll map this out. But um, I feel like a big thing for me that I've told a lot of people is, is when you are getting into this, you need to be organized and have a plan. Like you Mm -hmm. need to know um, the why behind it. You need to have a journal, have a notebook, or if you're a tech person, you know, have your document. And Mm -hmm. you you have to know the why behind it. You have to know who you're serving. You have to know what your end goal is. You have to just dream and mm-hmm. you have to have some kind of roadmap so that you know what this is all for. And it's, to me, um, it, it's grounding just mm-hmm. to have something in writing that you keep referring back to and just set small goals, have something that you can put out there and say, okay, this is what I'm, this is what I'm wanting mm-hmm. in a perfect world with this business. Like this is, this is something cause you helped me do that. I mean, that was the initial meeting we had where it was like mapped out and I still have the notebook and I just, it keeps evolving and it's turned into more than a notebook, but, um, that would be one of the main things. Um, and then another thing I think, um, I've told a lot of people and this is what I did, but you've got to get your feet wet Mm -hmm. and you need actual ground experience. So it's not just talking about it and dreaming about it and putting it in a book. Like I've told people, so you want to do event planning or, you know, you want to do baking and you want to have, you need to model that and right. you need to to act that out and you've got to do it for free. That's right. Now, I don't know if you'll agree with that, but. Well, no, I, I love that concept. I love, yeah. you've got to give to get. That's what I always tell people. Mm-hmm. When you first start in business, you have to show people what you're made of and what you can do. And when you give and you show and you basically put your talent on showcase, then people are going to want it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can drive up your price. Yes, right, exactly. I know where I started. And yeah, you're like, I do it's too. too low. I, I do. You're too. like it's too low, and you were right. You've always been right. Just by no, the way, no, 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 no. I'm sure you appreciate I'm not it. Right, but you've been right most of the I time. I can't believe you were doing it for as cheap as you I know. were. And now, how many reps do you have? Like, how many employees do you have right now that are going into homes? doing this. So right now there are six of us. Wow. And um, it's, you know, that's someone crazy. moves away, which that's always hard because I like things to be the same with our group and it's yeah. amazing, but, but, you know, life changes happen. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, it was me, like it was me right, by myself I know. doing this, but I, I don't know, like I feel like 
one of the best things I did was get the experience mm-hmm. and get my photos. So if it's if it's a if it's a product, it's a service, you've got to have photos to show what you do. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the next thing is like using your experience and what you're doing for people, either very reduced or free, but then using social media to show that work. I mean, nothing speaks like a photo or a video. Right. Show people what you do and mm-hmm. make them want that. Right. Make it look so good that they want it. And I think that's what kept happening. I was posting photos of the transformations and then it was like one thing led to another yeah. where people were seeing that and so blown away by that. And that has kept going oh, because I'm sure. the photos got better and the work got better and the demos, you know, the before and afters just get better. Right. And so- that's what I've told people in the very beginning. You've got to use your talent and use your gifts and and do that initially um, and then show that somehow. And social media, I mean, you can't beat it. It's because the marketing billboard. It's everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. And, um, and then the other thing I was thinking about too is like, I feel like you've got to have someone guiding you. Like a mentor. A mentor. Mm-hmm. Someone you trust. Someone you can ask questions someone you you admire and you look at them and you see them modeling the way that you want to run your business. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, to me, that's critical because totally. otherwise yeah. you're, you do feel isolated yeah. and it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah. And I mean, I had you, yeah. I, I had you to always, you know, kind of come to, and like, there'd be times where I would just ask you a question and it just was so, it, it assured me so much, you know, to hear your very direct, like, you need to do this. I mean, I remember- <laughs> I mean, did I make that face with it too, Joy? Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I think I make that face to other people That's now. Hilarious. But you, you would, I had an opportunity come up and then you're like, oh, it doesn't matter that you haven't done it. Fake it. <laughs> and I was like, is that, is that good advice? I mean, I don't know. And then y- well, you said, because no, because I, I know you, you can do it. do it. Yeah. I knew you could do it. And so I That's think why I that asked you, you doubted yourself, but yeah. I knew you were capable of it. For me, I had the same. I had a mentor, Harry. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. I think that is so important for people to get a mentor behind them mm-hmm. and pour into them because I give so much credit to my mentor and just being able to learn and grasp everything. And then you give it away, which I'm seeing you do. Like you're yeah, pouring that. into other people and sharing how you got started. I think it just gives them hope that, hey, like if she can do it, I can do Definitely. it. Definitely. Of course. And that's what I tell people. I'm yeah. like, me, if if I did this and I'm at this point, then, and that's, and you need someone, that's why you need a mentor. You, that's right. you need someone you can look to and, and get that encouragement mm-hmm. and get that truth. I think that was the biggest thing for me is like in the earlier stages, I would come to you, you know, and you would definitely drop truth right in there when I needed it. And I, um, I don't know. I feel like that doubt is just, a part of a lot of our personalities. We all do it. And yeah. you know, it's it's not it's not wrong. It's okay. It's right. okay to feel it's I think it's human nature to totally. doubt, but you you've got to always ha- like lock into that truth and and really um I started to tell myself like, okay, so let's say that I I try this new thing with the business and it doesn't work out. So what? Did you really it's, did did that really cross your mind? Yes. I, I can't even believe that. <laughs> yes, yes. Many times. I mean, many times. Like, um, I mean, nine years later, I I definitely still have moments where it, it just, 
the doubt creeps in. Yeah. It just it's it just, a roller coaster for anyone yes, in business. But yeah. but you quickly have to pivot and yeah. take it a That's different right. direction. But I I mean, I feel like there are so many things you can do as a young adult, you know, to to set yourself up in a good, positive way so that you're you're not just kind of putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like someone came to me, they had this awesome idea, and I was like, okay, so like, do you have any ideas for a name? Or I started asking them questions and um, I could tell they were panicked because they really hadn't thought it through at all. And I said, that's okay. I right. love how you're dreaming. Like, I love where your head is and I love your passion. I love, I love the way you're thinking about it, but why don't you take some time and I, you know, I said, I'm just going to text you and, and ask you a couple questions for you to think over and then send it back to me because mm-hmm. I want to see kind of where you are with it. And so we went back and forth a little bit and then we met and it was like a month later, here's this young woman who has an awesome, solid plan. That's awesome. And she said, it, ask, getting having someone ask me those questions really forced me to think about what I want this to be. And, you know, she came up with a cool name and- That's awesome. Which actually, I think you might've helped somewhat with my na- my business name. No, I did You got to give your I mean, brother. Just, oh, yes. You, you've got to yes. give your brother credit for the name. <laughs> I think you weighed in on it. Yeah. I think you weighed in on it and like I, gave it a green light. But I do, I do love it. Yes. Embrace your space. He did come and, up with embrace your space. Which I think is so great because I, most people spend the majority of their time in their homes. Yes, and they so do. And so I know you guys are going in and recreating these spaces and coming through the pandemic. I'm sure that you guys did great. We were- and that's another moment of doubt. Right. That's another terrifying moment when you're a business owner and something like that happens on a global, you know, level. And I mean, we just got on a Zoom call within the first couple of weeks and yeah. said, like, what are we doing? I mean, so we right away started adapting and doing other, you know, virtual type services. But right. but what happened was so unexpected mm-hmm. after everyone got through that. They looked around where they had been living every single day for months and they're like, I don't even like this. Yeah. Fix it. And that's when our the business very unexpectedly mm-hmm. exploded was 2000. <laughs> so, right. Um, that was a really cool, um, like us being able to meet a need and people falling in love with where they live. I mean, that that's a big deal for someone to come home and say, I love this. Well, and I think that they were working all the time. And so honestly, they probably put it on the back burner that, hey, this is where we spend so much of our time. I want to create a space that I love. Or they couldn't afford it because they were paying so much in gas or they chose to travel, whereas that wasn't allowed. So it allowed people to hit the pause button, Mm -hmm. recreate their spaces. And yeah, I agree. I mean, the pandemic for most businesses was like questionable. Are we going to survive? Yes. Or are we not? <laughs> we actually, Jackie experienced the same. I mean, we saw a 58% increase because people who had never shopped online were experiencing shopping yes. online and they loved it. Oh, yeah. So it's just amazing to me what good came out of the pandemic yes. for businesses, even though we all went in with the same concern that you had. So now, nine years later, mm-hmm. What's on the future for Embrace Your Space? Like, what exciting things do you have? I know you're doing Christmas decorations yes. right now. Like, you go into homes, get just, them all set up for the holidays. Yes. That was really, that was, this year was surprising because people came to us ahead of, ahead, way ahead. You know, like, am I on the list? So, it's neat because we've been able to come up with some really cool ideas 
for our clients and then see which ones they attach to. Right. Like which ones they get really excited about and other ones that are like not as, you know, not as exciting for them. But but the holiday service has been super cool. Like they love it. I mean, having someone kind of wish that one of them would do my house, honestly. Like I've said to them, like, why can I not get the service? It's going to be nice because it's like a surprise. You come home and it's all decorated for Christmas. It's your same stuff. But the way someone approaches it. That's right. And I mean, I guess one of the coolest things for me is seeing, um, we always just used to do houses. Like we would just go in and do people's houses. And I think one of the coolest things for me, um, looking at what we have coming up and even things that we've done this year, I mean, churches, restaurants, doctor's offices, lawyer's offices. I mean, it's been really neat to see once people see what we do or they know someone Mm -hmm. who's used us, they're like, can you do this? Can you... Um, we've done an RV. We've and you done just a boat. say yes, <laughs> yes, every time. <laughs> yes, every time. No, that's definitely not a great business model, by the way. Um, but but I think it has been so neat to see the opportunities that have come up. Like, what can you guys not decorate? I think that's kind of now. It's like we can really transform anything, mm-hmm. um, especially when someone trusts. You know, they trust what we do as a right. professional coming in. Um, but like, I do anticipate the upcoming year being even bigger than the year before. I so mean, are you ever going to franchise this? Do I you would ever love see yourself to. going like national? I, you know, okay. So here's, here's my mindset, which I'm, this is just from my heart, but yeah. from the very beginning of Embrace Your Space, I have truly said, this is God's business. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way I can really explain where my heart is with it, but mm-hmm. whatever God wants. I right. mean, that's been my motto for um, the business and and it has served me well because I don't know what's around the corner. Right. You know, I don't really know. You don't have to think about it either. I don't. I mean, there are times when, of course, as a business owner, you have concerns and, you know, you wonder things and you're you try to control things. I mean, right. maybe you're not as controlling as I am, but oh no, not at just all. Just slightly, yeah, uh, slight control. Yeah. But I, I have learned just to almost, you know, surrender that part of it because there's only so much I can control. And my right. team, those ladies are beyond incredibly talented and dedicated, and I just I adore them. They're amazing. And they trust me, mm-hmm. you know, they know that I'm doing the best I can for the business. And, right. you know, they know that I control as many variables as I can. But at the end of the day, it's, I want what God wants for this right. business. And I trust that he will provide the clients we need and the opportunities we need and and the ideas we need. Right. And we have to keep adapting. And I just, I'm very open yeah. to what that, whatever that looks like. And I think you know, that is a big part of starting a business too, Mm -hmm. is saying, okay, um, I want this to be a success, but but also I want what God wants for the business and whatever that ends up being. Um, but that, that to me is where my heart really is. And so whatever next year brings for us, I know it's going to be awesome. I really believe that because, um, like, this is not embrace your space, you know, about me. It's yeah. it's my team. Right. I mean, those ladies are the best thing about this business and they know I, 
you know, feel that way. And I, I just look at their talent and what they do. And I, I'm blown away when yeah. they send me photos. I, I honestly cannot believe what they do. That's awesome. So I'm a fan of what they're doing. Right. And it kind of gets, I'm like, oh, wow. You know, oh, mine's right. as good as theirs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's cool. healthy competition. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and people, you know, ask a lot about having a team of women and, but like. Which is not easy to do, by the way. Like yeah. working with a bunch of women is very difficult in and of itself. You know, um, yeah. I came from an industry that was more male dominated. Mm-hmm. And then down to Jackie, when it was all females, I'm like, what is this about? So the fact that you have yeah. a solid team They've been together for a while, and I'm yes. watching you guys from afar grow. Um, it's pretty remarkable. We like it's each other. It's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> Thanks. Because it truly is. It makes or breaks a business. The, your people are everything. Yes. Hands down. I agree with you, and yeah. I have the best. I yeah. mean, I couldn't. And that, that to me, is, I say it every time we meet. Like, I don't want to do this on my own right. ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> immediately knew I needed someone. And I mean, so to me, that is part of, you know, building a business for someone who's thinking about doing that. I know that at the beginning, it can be scary, isolating, you know, you're doing this and, but, but people will come alongside you, whether it's a team that you build, um, depending on what the business is, you know, um, or just people who end up coming alongside you to support or Mm -hmm. give you ideas, or I don't know, to me, that is a huge joy in it is doing no pun it. intended yeah I know it's like uh, that that word is just so appropriate <laughs> yeah it brings me they they the decorators are the ones that bring me I would say the most joy in this and so I mean that to me is what makes any hard days worth it yeah. <laughs> is just you know knowing that we're we're all in it together that's awesome well I'm really so. glad that you were able to share your story because I know for our listeners if anything, I hope it inspires them. So many are mm-hmm. listening, they have ideas, yeah. or they're so in depth that they just can't even see a way out. And I always share with people that everybody has a gifting that they've been given. Yes. And if they can flip their scripts, they can use their gifting, create a company or a business that will generate more wealth than they ever mm-hmm. imagined. And you've proven that. So congratulations Thank to you. you and your team. Thank Can't you. wait to see what happens in the upcoming year. And for those listening, if you want to get in contact with Joy, You can find them on Facebook, Embrace Your Space, and also on Instagram, Embrace Your Space. Mm -hmm. And Joy, is there an email if they want to reach out directly to you to get in contact with you? Sure. Um, It is E-Y-S, just like Embrace Your Space, joyjoiner at gmail.com. So feel free to connect. And for those listening, remember on the Reduce My Debt site, we do have the business brainstorming clarity call. So if you too have a business idea and would like to talk further, you can reach out and set up a clarity call with someone on our team so we can point you in the right direction and you can be sitting on the couch and sharing your journey (laughs) nine years later. So 